Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm John Laurie. And today on the show, we have another podcast with John Laurie, where he joins us and we are talking about Airbnbs. John, of course, is from the Urban Butler, which is primarily based in Auckland, focusing on short-term rental accommodation. Now, today's show is going to focus on pricing because something that John said in the last episode we recorded really caught my ear, which is that you've got to think more of your, of your, your property, less about a sta- like a standard rental property and more like a hotel because that's who you're really competing with. And there are some key things that hotels will do to extract as much value as possible and get the highest price possible depending on what's going on out in the market. And this is what John tries to copy with Airbnb. So what sort of stuff are we talking about here, John? Yes, yeah, so the, um, Airbnb pricing and, and hotel pricing in Auckland is really driven around um, any events that are happening and, and in particular seasonality. So summer is obviously much busier. Um, hotels typically use software that and that enables them to increase the prices around events. For example, when you know, all backs are paying in, in Auckland, something like that, hotels are at absolutely ridiculous high-end rates. Um, but that's just purely a you know, demand and supply situation. Airbnb has taken a little bit of that away from them in terms of creating more accommodation in the city that people can use. And so they're not completely bound by the hotels uh, in terms of having to book something in a, in a hotel, which would have happened, you know, 10 or 15 years ago. Um, we use a dynamic pricing software that um, is very clever, actually, and I was very um, dubious about it before I understood it properly. And, and what it does is it looks at hotel occupancy, uh, not rates, occupancy. It looks at vacation rentals, Airbnbs, etc., occupancy in Auckland, uh, it also looks at day of the week, seasonality, events, and also any, uh, sorry, also volume of traffic coming through the airport. And from that, in for each property, we go in and we set a minimum price, and then we set a base price. And the base price is, if you will, a 12-month average, if you've got the data. So, for example, you know, a two-bedroom apartment in town in the in the depths of winter might be $220 a night the base price might be 375 the sky's the limit so the software will use the base price as a guide it will never go below the minimum but for example next weekend we have a U2 concert in Auckland um, we have one and two bedroom apartments that might be 250 300 a night that are going for 7 800 a night and that's all done by the software and I suppose that's really useful if you uh, if you don't realise that there's a U2 concert happening because you're not a particularly big U2 fan. And even in, in a city like Auckland, there could be all sorts of events that that you don't find out about until you realise the traffic is particularly bad and you think, why is there so much traffic on the motorway? You find out that there was a Neil Diamond concert and, and every 60-year-old in the country is, is flowing up for it. That's exactly right. And you can get caught out by that. Um, if say you've got your calendar open for 12 months and something's released and you don't you don't notice it and then people are automatically booking something you know in six or 12 months time and 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 and, you know if you haven't set your pricing correctly then then uh, then you won't be getting the rates that you could be getting yes and I I guess that's important because you really are responding to what is happening out there in the market as opposed to uh, and a lot more exposed to it as opposed to a a standard rental property but um 
I'm really interested to know how does this uh, this doing something like this? Where does the data come from? How does how does what you're using find out that that airlines are particularly full or that hotels? Are? There are a couple of um, companies worldwide. Um, we use one of one of the the main ones, and they just scrape, I guess, all the hotel data, all the Airbnb data, all the airport data with whatever algorithms they have, and then and then create the, the pricing matrix. So somebody vastly more intelligent than both of us yes, has, right. has, has, <laughs> has figured out how to do it. Uh, but, but the key thing is being one of the people who can benefit from, from that happening. And this is particularly exciting, I think, for other cities. Um, I'm, I'm particularly thinking about Christchurch, where a lot of our business is based, is, um, would benefit from this now that the convention centre is, is about to open. There's going to be another, uh, I'm talking about the Christchurch yeah, one, not the Auckland one, which is not about to open. That one's been delayed. <laughs> no, don't talk about it. <laughs> um, and, and and that's going to be really exciting when there are going to be 80 different conferences. And if if Airbnb, people who are in the Airbnb market can use tactics like dynamic pricing, to f- because you wouldn't naturally know which of the conferences are going to A, attract the sort of people who would pay more, and and. Be, I guess, are going to be the most popular because there may be conferences that are hugely popular, attract a lot of people, and ones that don't. And so if you are uh, anywhere in the country that is largely exposed to a lot of events, um, that, that might even be D- Dunedin before the Christchurch Stadium is built because they're attracting a lot of the South Island concerts, then rather than looking at the calendar... Of, of what's coming up in Dunedin, you know, you can actually just implement something like this. Uh, is it available for for or standard people who might have one or two Airbnbs, or is it just for for folks like yourself who who manage a company? I'm I'm sure there are some available for single operators. This one, I think, you need to have a certain volume of property to to do it, and it's charged on a percentage basis. Yes, yes, yes. Um, we did used to do it manually, um, and that was fine when we had a small amount of stock. But even then, it's it's still dangerous because you you know something can get released as we were saying in the future that you're not aware of, and and, and it will start to book at the price that's set rather than rather the price than it should be. Yes, and this this kind of monitors what's going on in the market, tries to figure out what is that optimum price. This is um, really nerdy in many cases because this is exactly what airlines do as well. And it's it's just to get a bit technical for a moment because uh, I've read some economics papers on it. It's what we call stochastic demand because you don't the demand for accommodation or for airline seats is variable on so many different factors at any one time, and so you've got to try and gauge what that demand is and respond. So I imagine that this piece of software is putting out different prices all the time to different people to figure out, well, what price can we actually get, sell this night of accommodation for at this particular time? And it's going to be different for each individual individual date. And that would be too cumbersome for any one person to manage, wouldn't it? it yes. It updates, I think, every couple of hours in terms of the pricing. So it's constantly changing in the calendar. Um, we There is, a, of course, a manual element. We have a half-an-hour meeting every every week with our software provider and we look at the number of bookings that each property has made over that last week and um, there's a kind of sweet spot if, if if certain properties aren't getting any bookings that week then we'll look at the base price and we may adjust it down by five or ten percent other ones that have had seven or eight bookings in a week they're too cheap so we will put the price up by five, the base price that it uses as its guide we'll put up by five or ten percent and so I guess the um, the key thing that that John and I are saying is 
you've got to start thinking, if you're going to operate in the short-term rental accommodation market, which is basically where hotels operate, you've got to start thinking like a hotel. And one way to capture as much value as possible to make sure that you do get a good yield, whether that's because you're now retired and you're focused on yield or whether because you're trying to use this to offset some of the the regulation that's come out in the rest of your your portfolio, or maybe you just want to make some more money, um, you've got to think about dynamic pricing, especially if you're going to operate in a city like Christchurch in Auckland, perhaps even Wellington, where there is this differing demand because there are lots of events, or in Wellington there are, there might be a lot of people who are staying short term because we've got government there and people coming in and out all the time. Uh, so if you are operating probably one of the four or five major centres uh, and operating Airbnb, then start thinking about dynamic pricing and, and, and talk to some experts who can help you help you implement this and take advantage of the additional yield that you might get out of it. Have we covered most of that off, John? Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. And hey, if you do want to learn more about property, then pl- we do have these video courses, online video courses that you can uh, sign up to. We've got our property investment one, which is free. So go to opespartners.co.nz, opespartners.co.nz if you want to sign up for free to that. And we do have a special launch price on our first home video course. So that's $9 down from $99, just released yesterday. So go to Opus first home, opsfirsthome.co.nz to sign up for that. And please... Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. It really does help us get the message out to more people. But until next time, let's uh, bring in that intro music or outro music and don't forget to go to urbanbutler.com in order to find out more about Airbnb or book you one yourself. Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm John Laurie. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with more daily insights, strategies and tactics to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time.